Now turn your Bible with me quickly. You know in the book of Revelation chapter 1. When John the beloved was encountered by Jesus on the Isle of Patmos. Jesus reintroduced himself to the great apostle in a strange way. The introduction that Jesus brought to John was not an introduction that you could understand from the perspective of time. In Revelation chapter 1, I'd like you to turn with me. Please, today, the Holy Ghost will come in a strange way tonight. There were several times in the scripture where the Bible was careful to reveal to us the way the Holy Ghost came. Amen. When Jesus went for baptism in the Jordan River, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit descended like a dove. That was a metaphor that was used to describe the way he came. He came gently. Are you with me now? He came how? He can come quietly. He can also live gently. And leave you in the motion. In the book of Acts of the Apostles chapter 2. The Bible says. He came violently. Like a rushing mighty wind. The rushing mighty wind is a metaphor. That was used to describe the way. He came. He can come violently. Shake you off your seat. And, and he can also come gently I don't know how he will come to you today but he will come even your own belief can't stop that I say he will come <laughs> he will come and so on the Isle of Patmos John encountered a personality that he thought he knew Jesus was speaking and he spoke something that could not be captured in time John chapter 1 turn with me in your Bible I salute you and I welcome you in Jesus mighty name verse 17 says and when I saw him I fell at his feet as dead and he laid his right hand upon me saying unto me fear not Somebody say fear not. I am the first and the last. Jump again verse 8 now. I am Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. Now it's needful for you to know as I've always said that in the original text there is no and. So when it reads, I am Alpha and Omega, actually it, what is in the original text is, I am Alpha, Omega. I am beginning, ending. I am first, 
last that's not a situation or a perspective that you can capture in time because time separates beginnings from endings time separates a from z time separates first from last but he was speaking about a perpetual continuum a spiritual reality is a perpetual continuum it doesn't have a beginning neither can it be factored by an ending it is sustained within the framework of an eternal now somebody say an eternal now when god opens the realm of the spirit to you and you begin to see an event in that realm you cannot date it because it's not a time-based activity or revelation it is a reality-based revelation you can have that revelation on monday and mommy can have the same revelation on friday and then we come together for a meeting on saturday and i'm speaking about it on saturday that i saw it on saturday morning and then you say no it is a perpetual continuum many times when you study your bible and and you read that does say it the lord it is not past he's still saying it it's quite difficult to use your mind to comprehend these things and that's why god must help us today to go beyond our minds there is an eternal reality that is sustained in the heavens and wise men of old that found favor with god made contact with it and that reality changed them into a different kind of being time and space did not have so much authority where reality is alpha omega i am first last many times when you begin to pray and you begin to walk with the holy spirit several times he becomes pleased to show you things that are in the future you call it future but it's an it's a reality it's a reality and so come with me because in the book of first corinthians where we uh, took as our text from the beginning of this conference there's a part of it that i need to show you so that we can understand why Christians are no longer growing. We can understand why people speak in tongues and yet they are not growing in God. We can understand the yardstick and the rule by which our spiritual lives can be measured by time. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's go on. Yesterday we established that the spirit is reality. The spirit is reality and, and we defined a spiritual thing to be a reality that is in the realm of a spirit being now when you touch the spirit there are several things that are of the spirit those are the things of the spirit and the spirit of god begins to reveal to you the things of god do you understand what i'm talking about now okay you didn't okay you don't understand come 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 let's go gradually we'll do this for 20 minutes so please pay attention 
when somebody walks into the hall with a high heel right now all right high heel please don't be distracted hold your breath and keep yourself focused in the name of jesus <laughs> hallelujah now watch watch what this can you come with me to first corinthians chapter 2 quickly 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 all right verse 9 says but as it is written i has not seen nor ear heard neither have entered into the heart of man the things which god has prepared for them that love him but god has revealed them unto us by his spirit for the spirit searcheth all things yea the deep things of god for what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man which is in him even so the things of god knoweth no man but the spirit of god now the bible called it the things of god in verse 11 and the bible called it the things of the spirit of god so the things of god are the things of the spirit of god he's just trying to make you understand that god's things are spirit things are spiritual things and the custodian of god's things is the holy spirit that is the reality are you with me because we need to in this service we need to pick some things some of god's things are you here i say are you with me now we need to pick them because if i ask you name a spiritual thing name one spiritual thing you see it's not a thing of a mind that's why your mind will struggle for it for a while but the scriptures reveals it to us and on all of those things are the things of the spirit and all of those things can only be revealed by the spirit can you see they are god's things but they are revealed by the spirit you are you brought you are brought into their reality by the spirit everything that is of god can be obtainable accessible in the spirit and so if you are seeking god you're actually seeking the spirit because his things are contained in the spirit did you get it to that point now verse 14 is my emphasis because god's things are the things of the spirit of god they are in the spirit and can only be revealed by the spirit first corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 began to reveal to us several kinds of people that cannot receive the things of god now in verse 14 the bible says but a natural man receives receiveth not the things of the spirit of god for their foolishness unto him neither can he know them because they are spiritually designed now we have a problem now this scripture is a problem right now because we need to look at it critically first of all a natural man is disqualified from the possibility of receiving the things of the spirit you see the problem about these things is that they are things of the spirit 
If there were natural physical things, the survival of the fittest would have been the order of the day. But that doesn't apply because they are what? Things of the spirit. And on the account of that, natural men are disqualified access. Who is a natural man? The Christian that gives his life to Christ is quite a complicated personality. Just in case you are here and you have given your life to Christ and Christ lives in you, you are a complex being. Why? Because you can live your life on three levels. Actually, there are three lives at work in you simultaneously. Three lives. And these three lives are situated in three faculties of your universe. The three different faculties of your universe are controlled, uh, uh, actually have some form of life in them, which are not the same. If you are giving your life to Christ, the Holy Spirit dwells in your spirit. He lives there. He functions from your spirit. But you see, we need to understand the scenario in the of Eden Adam was not born again. Adam was not righteous. Adam was just innocent. Adam did not have the life of God. Adam had the life of man. Now, if you are careful in your Bible study, you will find out that God's intention for man was not that man will be in man's image. God's intention that was that man will be in God's image. That God will be the reference to man. You understand? When you are defining man, you will be defining him as an entity from what standpoint the reference point for man will be God because man was created in the image of God did you get you to that point now but you see the man that was in Eden was not such a man because that man did not have the life of God operational on his inside he had human life somebody say human life I can't hear you somebody say human life now there's something about human life the proof of life is that there is a consciousness. If you have the life of God, you can become conscious to the things of God. The possibility, the only possibility revealed in scripture by which we can know God is through the life of God. Because the life of God brings us and brings to us and imparts in us and makes available to us a consciousness of God. Other than the life of God, you cannot be conscious of God. You get that? Now, so the proof of life is a consciousness. So when we study the Adam of Eden, we'll see the consciousness that Adam had on the account of the human life that he possessed. When the devil came to tempt Adam, I'd like us to study the reaction that took place in the temptation of Adam. The Bible said that Adam saw that the fruit was good for food the bible says that adam knew that it was desire to make one wise the bible says adam saw that it was good to the eyes if you check his consciousness you will see that his consciousness did not reveal the consciousness of god but the consciousness of him. This kind of food is good to the eyes. Me. 
this one can make one wise me this one is good for food me the consciousness that a human life gives is self-consciousness a natural man is a self-conscious man the template from whence he judges things is self-consciousness oh my god are you still with me now there are several different dimensions of this self-consciousness you can be born again and you're living your life from the template of self-consciousness the bible says that such a man cannot i would have been more comfortable if the bible had used the word may not that would have been polite oh my god <laughs> cannot receive the things of the spirit of god neither can he know them because they are spiritually designed. Different kinds of self-consciousness. Let me give you an example quickly so that we will not need to struggle with a game of words. We don't intend this night to get lost in talking. But we trust that God will bring us to a pedestal where you will transit from yourself and you will see him exalted high above everything and everyone and at that point when the gradient is fully established you can receive that which is of him in the name of jesus christ matthew chapter 16 quickly let's talk about a natural man for a moment he cannot receive the things of god hallelujah Matthew 16 in Matthew chapter 16 verse number 21 the Bible says from that time forth Jesus sorry from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go to Jerusalem and after and suffer many things of the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and be raised again from the dead the third day then peter took him and began to rebuke him saying be it far from thee lord this shall not be done unto thee please let us be very sensitive to jesus's answer to this man he said but he turned and said unto Peter get thee behind me Satan for thou art an offense unto me for thou savourest not the things that be of God but that those that be of men now I, I need us to analyze this he said get thee behind Satan complex scriptures a technical scripture so let's go step by step now what did peter do jesus had already told them about the fact that in his kingdom they were going to sit on 12 thrones judging the 12 tribes of israel hallelujah and it happens to be that you, even though you are destined to be a king it's only when you are alive that you can ascend the throne. 
Peter's perspective was that let's let yesterday's kings die so that today's kings can live. See, but we spoke of a kingdom. That means you need to be alive because all our hopes will find full expression when you mount the throne. I don't think Peter was but you see the only thing wrong with his perspective was that it was born out of a desire of the natural man. Now if I had time today I would have shown you some things but it would it would change the focus of our message. Are you still here? To change the focus. I would have shown you the four symptoms of the natural man. But that would change the whole. will not land where we want to land. Now, please let us study Peter's comment. Can we study it? And then find what manifestation of the natural man is factored into that scripture. Can we study now? He said, this shall not be. Let it be far from you. Did you get it? The perspective of the natural man that was revealed by Peter in that statement was the intention of the natural man for self-preservation. Didn't get that. Have you ever taken a fast before and while you were fasting, suddenly something tells you that there's orange juice in the fridge is it only me it happens to that's the voice of the flesh that's the voice of self under the peculiar mode of self-preservation what that voice is saying is that don't be too hard on yourself at least take orange juice you get it i'm revealing it to you so that you will know how to jesus violently attacked it because when peter sustained that mode of self-preservation he became one with satan you don't get it he became one with Satan such that when Jesus rebuked Peter, he was rebuking Satan. And when he rebuked Satan, he was rebuking Peter. I would like you to understand that that mode of a natural man disqualifies you from... Jesus said, Thou are not concerned about the things of God in this mode. You are only concerned about the things of men. And Peter's crime was that he yielded to a desire for self-preservation. Do you realize that if you don't go beyond yourself, your sacrifice will not be accepted to God? Many of you come to service and worship is going on and you want to maintain your comportment, the configuration of your lipstick. I don't want to. There's a delicate balance, my Oh, yeah, man. You see, you are lost. If truly you will go the way of the spirit, you always go beyond the hope of self-preservation. 
I found out that if some sisters were ugly, they would have served God more. But beauty is a problem. They can't manage it. See, see it's a body. <laughs> because if you are going to touch God, you will go beyond self-preservation. You will become vulnerable. People will speak about you. People will insult you. People will say you are a Jew. And if you are trying to maintain your comportment so that people will not behold you in a wrong light, you are actually yielding to self-preservation and at that point in time, you are no longer synchronizing with the clarion call of the spirit that is calling you to go beyond that platform. In yielding to self-preservation, you actually are yielding to the perspective of the enemy so that you don't keep pace with the Holy Spirit and you become one with him. Somebody came and met me and said, Pastor, I will not come here again. I said, okay, what happened? Did I offend you? He said, no. You are a good man. He said, somebody accused me and said, now you are assistant pastor. That is, they accused him and said, he was assistant pastor here now. And they laughed. So he came and said, Kai! Hey! Hum! Hum! So he took a posture it was more important for him to preserve. It was as if he couldn't bear it. So he said, sorry. Eh? Sorry, no problem. Okay. So I prayed for him and released him in the name of Jesus. I said, you will possess the gate of your enemies. You know, the scriptures are many. You can quote. <laughs> Hallelujah. But such a man that is conscious of Preserving himself cannot receive the things of the spirit. If you are going to receive the things of the spirit, you are going to go beyond that mode. Do you get it? That's a natural man. You allow self-centeredness and self-consciousness to become the operating system that drives your life. You don't allow the promptings and the leadings of the Holy Spirit to become what determines what you do but it's what will preserve yourself and your comportment that is more highly prized in your sight. Such a man cannot receive the things of God. Hallelujah. Number two, we have another character of self that we need to identify. I don't have time to go through scripture. Amen. There's something we call self-indulgence. Anything you do that gives gratification to. Now, if you check the way the average believer talks, there are some things you say actually that are not relevant. But the reason why they say the things they said is so that they will be satisfied. Somebody came to me and said, This person, you know, I've noticed that it's a bad person. You know, this person is bad though. But say his prayer, I came to tell you so that we will pray about it. <laughs> That's the person that is bad. That one, you mark that person. That's a bad person.
you really love that person, you will be praying, doing that in your closet without having to talk about it. But the person just had to talk. Maybe so that. Ah. Watch it. Say, the natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit. I don't want to press further. There are other things that we do for self-defense. Self-defense. I think self-defense is the trespass that we commit on that particular front. Logically looks right. Jesus was confronted by the rulers of the temple and they requested him to pay temple tax. Meanwhile, if you are an originally born Jew, you are exempted from temple tax payment. Then Jesus now asks the, the apostles, Is it not strangers and proselytes that come to worship? That are expected to pay temple tax? Are we that are sons born in this land? Are we not exempted? They accepted. They say, We are we know this custom. Jesus had a right. Do you understand? He would have fought for his right and said, Luther but what was Jesus' perspective he said lest we offend them Jesus was concerned about them not about the law that they were trying to enforce he said I don't want to offend them so Peter I remember you still understand your trade your right hand is still good for fishing go now take a hook and get some fish out get the first fish will draw out a gold coin is there and jesus said lest we offend them he didn't defend himself by the statutory law many times people come and accuse you can you keep quiet just keep quiet and allow god defend you Hallelujah. Many people say that I use term. My uh, fellow pastors in this town, they say I use term that they know my village. Hey, how many times have I even gone to my village? Like three times or so in my life. But they say they, they know my village. Me, I don't know the place. If, I, if you say let's go now, I can't take you there. I don't know the village. But they say they know. But you can, you can keep quiet especially if it's not the person that called you you can just be free because i tell you in this journey many things will kill you do you understand many arrows will be shot at you if you spend your days trying to defend yourself it's a ministry on its own self-defense talk if not now I told you about a fellowship I was attending and somebody came and prophesied that he saw in the visions of God he pointed a lady in the choir and said she's pregnant for me by God God said it (laughs) 
when I went to pray, I said, God, allow me kill just for once. <laughs> Let me kill once. <laughs> I heard killing is a sin. Let me kill once. What? Hallelujah. Let me kill. The Lord said to me that if you fight your wilderness journey, you will be extended. I died, my brother. And every day I saw the guy, if I see him, high blood pressure. <laughs> After two weeks of high blood pressure, I went to pray and God said, casting all your cares upon him, for he cared for you. That was where I learned the formula of discharging weights on the heart. Until the time came, if I see him, no more high blood pressure. And he promoted me in the spirit. few years later, he was the one that impregnated somebody in the choir and ran away. <laughs> and he didn't allow people to kill him. <laughs> but we'll stop there in the name of Jesus. I won't, I won't continue. Self-defense. These are some two things that people build into their lives. If you live that way, you have decided to be living naturally. Your husband comes and accuses you of something. Smile. If you smile and there's high blood pressure, don't worry. Go back. Until that is level of... His insults can no longer, no longer influence you again. Because you have decided not to defend yourself. And God has seen you in that state of accuracy. And he fills you with reality. Reality that is superior to the evil that is being shot at you. That is when you will see the scripture come true. Do not be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. Every kind of evil can be overcome. Jesus said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Anytime you take the mode of self, you become one with Satan. Because the mode of self actually draws upon your human life. It means you have decided that me, I want to be human. And if you decide to be human, you are not within the context of God's description of a man. Because a man by God's description must take his reference from God. Do you, do you understand that now? Oh my God, you, you are not here. That's the way men operate. That's the way the natural man without God operates. Self-defense is self-centered, is self-seeking, is, is looking for self-indulgence. But the spiritual man has a different form of consciousness. He's God conscious. And the more you begin to walk with God, he begins to reduce your propensity of self-consciousness. And there's a replacement with God consciousness. And a time comes when you prosper in your relationship with God to a level that you don't find any need to defend yourself sometimes. 
And when you are fasting and doing some spiritual things and the devil comes and suggests that there's yogurt, you turn him down because you are a spiritual man. Your desire for God is more than your desire to preserve yourself. So you go beyond yourself. Many times like that, I've continued like for, for, for three days. Just three days. I did not plan to fast. But you see, one thing comes, another thing comes, another thing comes, and then for three days you'll find that you have not eaten. And you see, by the time you go the second day, your whole body that was crying, we are lying. Please help me tell your neighbor, hunger is a feeling. If you start pressing into God, even the voice of hunger. Now, so a spiritual man is desirous of spiritual things enough for him to go beyond the level of self. And when you go beyond the level of self, it's as if you become vulnerable. Because your mind can understand you when you are within the encasement of self. Do you get that? And the reason why the average believer doesn't want to go beyond self, because if you go beyond self, the regions beyond that border are unpredictable. Your mind can no longer be in charge. You can no longer be logical. You can only trust that the guiding spirit will guide you into all reality. It's a place. It's a path that you can no longer be in control of. That's why the average believer is afraid of the outcome of a possibility of existing without being in charge of every item on the agenda. When you find such a, a person, don't force the person because the person doesn't trust God yet. It's when you begin to experience God and you know he's trustworthy that you can mount up with wings. Leap upon the spirit and allow him carry you. See, the spirit life is easy. But what makes it hard is that you will go beyond self. And you have to trust God to go that far. Trust, I've said it, is simultaneously the source of your greatest strength and weakness. Because if you trust the wrong thing, your greatest weakness will be manifested. Your fears will find expression. If you trust the right thing, your faith and its attendant potentials will be on display. So the natural man finds it difficult to trust. And the Bible knows that we will find it difficult to trust God. And so God gave us his credentials. That God is not a man. That what? He should lie. That means men lie. Men. That do what? <laughs> Many of us trying to perceive God from our understanding of men. The insufficiencies. The incapacities. And then God now said, I am not a man that I should lie. All those things, God didn't need to say all those kind of stuff. But he said it just to help us. Know the kind of person that we are surrendering to. Because we are not surrendering to tyranny. We are surrendering to kindness, love, and great compassion. And he knows that in the flesh, you attain to your least potential. So he wants to take you on a ride. But if you are going to go on that ride, you have to have faith sufficient to make you leave the box of the natural man and its attendant dimensions of self-preservation and to leap upon a wind. At that point in time, your mind becomes unfruitful. Your heart begins to trust more than your mind thinks. 
you can go to places that you have never known see things that have never been told you learn things that you have not heard anywhere before he said call unto me and i will show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not if all that you are living with is the resources of that which you have learned and known you are a small man in a big body there's more to explore but someone else will have to lead the way and guide you the bible says how be it when the spirit of truth is come leave the security that the self-centeredness promises you it's a security that is not confirmed <laughs> and let's saw this evening leave your trouble let's saw this evening many people come to god because of their problems that's a good reason to come but that's not a good reason to keep coming because a time if you need to saw if your problems will be permanently solved what god does is that he brings you into your purpose any man that is not brought into his purpose will be solving problems all his life a man that has found his purpose is looking for people to solve their problems can you see that it's not as if that man is isolated from problems he has as much problems as the other person he doesn't focus on self so the problems don't have the authority to govern him he focuses on god and god governs him despite the problems that is the definition of contentment tell your neighbor sometimes god doesn't change the situation he changes you if only you can saw go beyond the flesh somebody said god something said something said to me declare now rise up see he if i say this thing and the person doesn't stand up you are still in the cage of self-preservation if he doesn't my god what is your business about that i left that realm long ago i say it anyhow and it's not my business whether it comes to pass or not if you can't go beyond self you cannot act. Touch the things of God. Many times after meetings, I go out and brethren rush to me and say, You know that time you said this thing, I received it. But you know, there were there were self, self kept them in the cave. Self. <laughs> go beyond self and his attendant promises of security. And you will find that you can actually mount up. Have you ever used your wings before? By your blood, you destroy principality. Jesus. You see, The Lord began to tell me some years ago how to flow in his presence. If I want to switch. He said, make worship your life. Why? Because when we worship, that's the time people go beyond themselves. 
why God's presence comes when people worship. That presence was always there, but it could not be activated because the people were full of. The easiest way to switch into the stream of reality is to just. I forget my myself. I've lived for several days, several weeks before, out of the box of myself. I, I didn't. I was not brooding on myself for days. And I found out that the realm of reality was a perpetual continuum. It was Alpha Omega. It was an eternal now that I was gliding in. Did you get it? Now, what kind of man are you? Can you truly say you are a spiritual man? Somebody comes and begins to spoil somebody before you and you hear it. I don't do that. I can hear God enough to know anybody I want to know. Do you understand? I don't need your testimony about a man. Jesus said, I don't care about human testimony. But there's one that testifies about me. God testifies about every man. Alright? So I don't need your testimony. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I don't need it. I can walk without it. If God needs me to know somebody, he will reveal the person to me. And it's only God's testimony about the person that will be that can be sure that is valid. Lest. Okay, let me stop you. You will run into trouble if you hear people. Second thing I need to show you. Romans chapter 8 quickly. In Romans chapter 8. Because Romans chapter 8 is the twin scripture of First Corinthians chapter 2. It's a relative. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh God sending his son, his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh and the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit for they that are in after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh but they that are after the spirit the things of the spirit for to be carnally minded is death underline death for to be carnally minded is death a natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit and it's not possible for him to know the things of the spirit because spiritual things are spiritually discerned do you get what i'm talking about 
And the Bible says, that a carnal mind, to be carnally minded is death. What does it mean when the Bible says carnally minded? When you see every time in the Bible when the scriptures talk about being carnally minded, it means accepting the suggestions of your senses as true. Accepting the suggestions of your senses as true. He said, whenever you accept the suggestions of your senses and you settle in the consciousness that your senses provide, you experience a separation from God. That death there is separation of, from God, not cessation of life. So a carnal man is separate from God. I went for a meeting and God spoke to me on the pulpit. He said, there's somebody that is dead now, but is standing in your midst. I said, oh my God. No one looks dead here. Now you see, God is speaking from his plane. I'm trying to judge the things God is saying from my plane. And as long as I remain in that plane, I'm separated from what God is saying. I'm on a different plane from what God is saying. So I decided, all right, I forgot about what my senses are revealing. And I step into what God is saying. I said, yes, Lord, I believe that there's somebody here that is under the sentence of death. In fact, the person's spirit has been removed from his body. So I lifted up my right hand. I said, God, that person that is dead, but is standing here, show us. And the power of God moved. What meeting was that? In Oju. The power of God moved and brought the lady out. She fell down under the power. I went there and God said, lay hands on her head and leave it there. I put my hands on her head and she began to vomit. Vomit all kinds of. You see, that was the process, the surgery. God was doing something. And restoring life. But you see, it didn't look as if there was anybody that had that condition. From the standpoint of the eyes. What will you believe? You believe what you see. With your senses, you settle in it. Even the, if the Holy Spirit brings a view that is different. You don't seem to be able to accept his perspective. That's why you remain on that plane. That's why you stay on that level. It's either that the believer is carnal or that is natural. And I saw you a normal Christian is different from a consecrated Christian. A carnal Christian is different from a spiritual Christian. Just as east is as far from west. Please do not maybe because your type is not popular, don't yield to carnality in the environment. Statistics reveals that for every 20 Christians you count, only one is a spiritual man. It is not just so today. It has been like that. 
those spiritual people that have decided to live from that plane and with with the resources of that realm in the book of revelation chapter 2 chapter 3 are the people that the bible calls the overcomers those are the people that decide to align with god and to dance to the beat of his drama it is with those with those people that fight the battles of the entire church those people bear the testimony of christ in generations where they find themselves in families and the purpose of christ continues in the earth in the hands of those people not in the hands of the multitude and that's why it is always a remnant that carries the reality of god through the ages it's always a remnant now i've finished the simple part let's talk about reality how does it play out now the bible says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication through thanksgiving make your request known to god now what is what you are not seeing it say what don't be anxious say just in case there's an issue that that of that has brought anxiety you mingle prayer and thanksgiving together and you offer that sacrifice of prayer and of what thanksgiving and keep offering it keep offering that sacrifice keep offering it prayer plus thanks prayer plus thanksgiving prayer plus thanksgiving prayer mingled with thanksgiving keep doing that until the throne responds and the peace of god that passes all understanding comes to overtake the anxiety that anxiety is your humanity that anxiety is your naturality but the peace of god is reality can you see if you keep doing that until reality comes it means you have overtaken that circumstance oh you are not with me i'm showing you the way of the spiritual man he knows that anytime fear comes fear is a negative reality there is a negative personality that comes with that perfume and he knows that his life is not secure when the environment that he sustains and what he perceives is fear so he decides to make a concoction of prayer thanksgiving prayer thanksgiving prayer thanksgiving until there's conviction that's the truth when you feel peace in your heart that's reality when you receive conviction in your spirit that is reality when suddenly you have an assurance about something that your mind cannot logically calculate to the conclusion but there's an assurance that's a reality we live by convictions by peace by assurance by knowings by a voice by signs by by, by symbols that's how we live that's the that that's the content of our spiritual life when we begin to interact with reality that sign might be so small like the cloud that appeared in the sky when elijah prayed but that was the only signal and the only thing that we saw that there is what an abundance of rain about to come is so small and that's why your journey in the spirit begins with you trusting god because the signal that he will give you that that is actually a response to your sacrifice might be small but if you know the realm of God, a small thing that you call small is, is, is a witness about an abundance of rain. How do you think people move in the healing and anointing? 
You think they felt the power that healed them? No. They received a sign. And I saw you where you are seated. God has given you a thousand signs before that you did not respond to. A thousand. Today is not for teaching. Today is for reality. What I'm talking about is real. I was praying in my room one day and suddenly I was overwhelmed with glory. A time came and for a season, anytime I pray, I'm overwhelmed. I pray I'm overwhelmed. So I ask God, what is this thing? He said, I'm feeling your vessel. After this season, your ministry will go to a new direction, new dimension. Now, let's forget about manifestations. Let's stay in the reality. It's the reality that is producing the manifestation. Now, there's a preacher. He normally calls me after every service. I say, how did it go? I say, I stopped discussing meetings long ago. Because the density of the move of God is not traced to manifestations as it is traced to how much of reality was captured. Many times you can be preaching and God opens the portals to a new realm to bring a visitation to your life. You are looking for manifestations and that's why you cannot enter into gates. Now, when you see that there's silence in the land, it means that some thrones have become dysfunctional. Those are realities. There are some people that if they die, it will take 35 years before fire will rise again in a particular land. So don't be, don't celebrate. Don't be happy that they died because their death means sorrow. Jesus said, don't weep for me. Weep for yourselves. Weep for your children. This throne, if it is taken, you people will have many reasons, more, many more reasons to be afraid than to be in faith. Do you understand it? That man will rise in you today. That man that can stand up and the cause in the family can be broken. He will not come there with English and lingo and engineering. He comes there with reality. I've seen that there's a reality that came upon a young lad. He was a shepherd boy at the backside of the desert. But the reality that came upon him was a reality of kingship. It was that's why you will know that every throne has an anointing and until that anointing comes the devil will fill the thrones with people that have been anointed by darkness but i tell you not for too long 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 we dwell in a day where the heavens will answer to the earth and very soon princes will rise from the donkey there was something David understood that, that he could not kill Saul. He said, how can I strike the Lord's anointed? He understood reality. He knows that he can kill Saul, the man. But the anointing he cannot kill. And that anointing can fall upon another descendant of Saul. And a more dangerous trouble will arise. No need to kill the man. I, I, I'm sorry for the children of the bond woman. They think they can kill the church. But when you pierce one, the anointing falls upon another. When you kill one, the anointing comes upon another. It is the spirit of Elijah. Something that cannot die. It is immortal. It is invisible. It is powerful. Rise up. Let's try tonight. Something will come upon your life. It will change your ranking. 
it will change your perspective it will change your style how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power he went about to healing all that will oppress of the devil for God was with him you cannot kill us you cannot extinct us you cannot cut us off we are the descendants of the ancient of days we cannot die because we have eternal life we live forever and his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty God the everlasting father the prince of peace and of the increase of his kingdom and peace there shall be no end
Exalt him now. Make sure your heart gives him glory. Blessed be him that seated upon the throne and unto the Lamb. Rejoice in the Lord And again I say rejoice 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 
Rejoice. Let the high praises of the Lord be upon their lips and the two-edged sword in their hands. Rejoice. Rejoice. For the lion of the tribe of Judah, he has prevailed.
son of the tribe of Judah is about to roar. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. To make an announcement tonight, for I see that the hosts of heaven are watching us today. There's an audience larger than this, the audience in this auditorium watching from heaven. Today, the heavens and the earth unite to give back to the purpose of God in your life and in this land. You don't have to go back sick. You don't have to go back afflicted. The spirit of truth is here. Now the hand of God is upon a few people. But let me announce the announcement of heaven. There's about to be a financial explosion. Listen to me. A financial explosion. There's coming a financial explosion. Many that be among us are about to be lifted up financially by terrible things and righteousness, by the finger of God, by the wisdom of God. There's a financial lift and coming. It's coming, it's coming, I tell you. Coming strong. Somebody say, I receive it. Somebody say, I receive it. it. An explosion. You have had the burden of God upon your heart. But you have been restrained by finances. Weep not. Weep not. Weep not. Weep not. For the lion of the tribe of Judah, he has prevailed. From today, you will see strange things will begin to happen. Can you pray on that word? Pray on it and make it yours. Pray on it and make it yours. Pray on that word and make it yours. Make it yours. Make it yours. Make it yours, make it yours, make it yours. Make it yours, make it yours. Make it yours. Don't be silent now.
Now listen to me, listen to me. Listen to me. So many things happening at the same time. I cannot. I've lost, I've lost the ability to be able to co coordinate this service. Now many things will happen simultaneously. First of all, God will be renewing the anointing of seven prophets. Secondly, there are some people that have demonic issues here. He will begin to deliver them. I can see three of them. Thirdly, there are four sick people in this hall. He will heal you instantly. Fourthly, there's somebody here. You have discovered that even though you are a student, the ability to concentrate and read has gone because the spirit of restlessness has begun to torment you. You are, you are coming out now. You are coming out right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Okay, Lord, what next? What next? Somebody on the legs will be healed on the legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's call upon the name of the Lord for five minutes. And his power will, will start working. Now, listen to me. Listen. If any part of your body was removed, maybe by surgery, your womb was removed. Maybe something happened. A part of your body is missing. Listen to me. It will be created. I know you don't believe me. But it will be created this night. Hear me. Hear me. You might be in this hall and you are a young lady and you have never seen your period before. Watch it. God will create something now. <laughs> you will create something now. Can you stretch your hands here? It has nothing to do with me, but this is the instruction. Just stretch it. Now, just pray in tongues lightly to take your, your heart off you so that you can lose consciousness of you. The spirit of the Lord will testify himself. You will need no man to teach you tonight. For that unction. That unction. That unction. Will be released upon him. Things will be created in people's bodies. Demons will go. Demons we go. Demons we go. I told you. Dobenatia. Dobenadakina Strobe. Dogenadatua Satema. Daile Sofa Nekabo. Plante Sope. Dila Oprenda. All right. In Jesus' name. With your eyes closed. And your hands lifted, I want to pray. Now, can you bring that young man? Why are you? Let him not be injured there. Demons will go. Things that have been removed from your body will be created back. They will be created back. They will be created back. They will be created back. Now, the hand of God is on three people here now. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. 
Holy Ghost. Oh, his hand is coming now. It's 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 coming now. He's 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 coming now. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Let the anointings of these seven people begin to experience renewal. 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 It cannot die. It cannot die. Let there be renewal. 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 Yes, 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 bring them for me, bring them. Bring them for me. Bring them, bring them. It's like a flood. It's like a flood. Every demonic activity that is in this auditorium, I cut it off. 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 In the name of Jesus. The breath of the Lord is coming stronger. It's coming stronger upon you. Every hold of the enemy will be removed. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Kopete. Demonic activity we cease. The hand of God. Oh my God, oh my God. Somebody say, Feel me, Lord. I can't hear you. Say, Feel me, Lord. Feel me, Lord. Feel me, Lord. He's feeling some people's vessels. He's feeling them. He's feeling them. It's filling them. It's filling them. It's filling them now. It's filling them. It's filling them. Oh my God. 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 Kobasile Elebongo. Mekabanto Sekabinata. Let there be a renewal of the oil. A renewal of the oil. A renewal of the anointed. Kobose namantale. Esko barandemi. Braila kabespupapwala. Badakomperene. Sikabrake mantale. The lion of the tribe of Judah is about to roar.
Listen to me. Listen to me. Ay, 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 ay. Akaba sakwa kalabalata. Asakwa. Asakwa kalamantaya. I see in heaven. I see in heaven. The golden trumpet has been lifted up. Somebody in this service will prophesy this night. I am I'm predicting it that somebody will prophesy. <laughs> somebody will prophesy today. <laughs> Every demonic activity. I command the hand of Satan to be broken, to be broken, to be broken, to go. Let it break. Every yoke upon you, break. Anything that was placed on you, I remove it in the name of Jesus Christ. Break. Listen. Someone will prophesy here today. Because I've seen the golden trumpet. 
is the reality that controls this realm. You don't even have a choice. If it's you, God has chosen. Close your mouth where it will come out. All right, lift your hands. Let me pray. When the reality of that prophecy hits you, your mouth will be will be seized. God will borrow it. Carbonese Aland. Kailabos Elebogodon. Mailes Obogodominas Cabriada Babalama. Now the anointing is coming. Wait, please. Now watch it is coming. It's a, an anointing of prophecy, the spirit of prophecy. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask that the anointing and the spirit of prophecy be released as that golden trumpet has been sounded in the heavens. Let there be a manifestation in the earth. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Bring that person for me. It's coming. Please don't be distracted, please. Don't be distracted. 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 The grace is coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Mambale. Oh my father. Oh my God. Oh my God. Lord, we thank you for the people that you are touching, but we are expecting the release of prophecy. That the spirit of prophecy might descend, might descend, might descend, might descend, might descend. Encopatemina's Gabriela Bacanda. Mantesobre Eligabasalaba. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bring that young man for me. Bring him. Anywhere you are, say, I receive. I receive. cannot resist him you can't resist him you cannot resist you cannot resist him you cannot resist bokebali Mahayeso Kabala. Iparenda Yelabakaya Masanda. Let it be stronger. 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 Let it be stronger now. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. You see, that that is the, the spirit of prophecy that came upon this. Now you, you you watch it now. You watch it. You watch it. 
Maope, you cannot resist that spirit. You can't. You cannot stop it. It's a reality beyond your control. Because the trumpet, the golden trumpet has been blown in heaven and the earth cannot resist that which is will in the realm of the spirit. Receive the Holy Ghost. Ampatebos Evregedebakada. Sabala, Sabala, Sabala. Many things have been released from the realm of the spirit. Receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. Alamakotobon. It's stronger than you. It is through that reality you were created. You cannot resist that reality. It's impossible. Mandabo. 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 Pakalebo Semian. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now listen to me. If you are on this road, lift your hands up right now. I saw the light of God came down from heaven and he came here Holy Spirit of God from my front to my back let that light locate the one that it has been released for Holy Ghost Holy Ghost Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Let the oil begin to drop. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's coming now. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Ba'ula. Ba'katebo. Bushakwana. You cannot resist it. You cannot resist it. Lord, your light has been focusing on this young man. There's a mission that you want him to accomplish. Let there be a release of spiritual power into his spirit. A no power that will make him confront the gates of the enemy. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Now, can you explain why it's not touching anybody here? Why the reality is here? Alright, let's move here now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, lift your hands and receive it. In the name of the Lord, I plead with you tonight. Many hearts are open. Many people cry. Let your hand begin to descend now. Oh my God. Oh my Father. Mahede. 
na tobina gase mali baharai sufrate bota ena braila eveseni pule na kabros kafena Who am I to you? Who 
am I to you? Who am I to you? Burn down this walls. Burn down this walls. Burn down this walls. For no one can battle with me. No one can stand me. No one can fight me. Because I am the sovereign Lord. Don't speak in tongues anywhere you are now. Something is ascending upon this ground. The Lord calls us. The Lord calls us to surrender absolutely to him. The Lord calls us to stop fighting with him. Stop battling with him. The Lord calls us to stop contending with him. The Lord needs us to surrender to him. For our time has come. The time to heal the land has come. Do not ignore the words of the Lord. We yield to you, O Spirit of Truth. Our contention with you ceases tonight. Be hallowed before our face. Be hallowed, O God, upon our hearts. We destroy every high place and every imagination that has contended with your Lordship. Tonight we come. We come, we come. Heal our land by all means. Heal our land. Deliver our people. May we never constitute a hindrance to that which is your intention. We call upon you. We call upon you tonight. We call upon you tonight. For you hate wickedness, injustice, oppression. Your way is the way of love, the way of everlasting kindness, the way of tender mercy. Lord, help us tonight. And have mercy. Start with us afresh. Begin with us afresh. Begin with us afresh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Do not crowd the Lord out with activities, with ambitions. If you make the Lord a part of your life, your life will, will still crumble. 
But if you make him the center of your life, he will uphold it. Many people make the Lord a part of their lives. Your life will still crumble. It will be need of, of intensive care. But when you make him the center, he upholds your life by the word of his power. As a congregation, can you lift up your hands? Can we all lift up our hands and say, Lord, we repent tonight. We repent tonight. We are full of ourselves and our ways. But we repent. Take your place in our hearts and heal our lives. Now we realize that we are the cause of the affliction that has remained in the land. And so we say, forgive us. That you might find passage to heal our land. For it is written that if my people who are called by my name humble themselves, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Strengthen us. Cause your face to shine upon us. Lift your countenance over us. And grant us peace. The Lord is healing some people now. Put your hand anywhere you are sick. And if there is any part of you that was removed. It will be restored now. It will be restored. That person that is in this congregation. That is as though. Something has come to temper with your right mind. That sometimes you don't feel balanced. In your mind. Put your hand on your head. God will take away that affliction. A new day comes for you. A new day comes for you. A new day comes for you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let me pray. affliction is going to jump out of your body.
anything that God has not planted will be uprooted. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ in this hall, just in case there's a movement in your body, the thing will come out. Just in case you are losing perfect vision in your eyesight, it will restore. Father, if there's anybody here that something was removed from his body, restore that thing that was removed from that body. I command every form of affliction from incurable fever, uh, fever, typhoid, malaria, yellow fever, or cerebral ma malaria, everything malaria. I kill it tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. That sentence of hell that is manipulating somebody's brain today. I kill it in the name of Jesus Christ. I command pains on the leg to go. I command inability to see with clarity to go. I cause cataract to go. I cause every condition of the eye. Go, 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 go in the name of Jesus Christ. Movements in the body. I command you to seize and I cause that implement to come out in the name of Jesus Christ. I cause pain. I cause ulcer. I cause asthma, asthma, go, asthma, go, asthma, go, also go in the name of Jesus. Just begin to pray now, begin to pray. Begin to pray. I command the sickness to go in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, sir, hear me. Go in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Every blood condition. I come against you in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, somebody is beginning to feel a heat on his body. That's the sign of healing. You are feeling. A heat, a heat, a heat. Yes, it's flowing. Now, I can sense now that there's somebody feeling something like many needles. So I see many needles are piercing you. That's a sign of healing taking place now. God is creating the healing now. So just begin to give Him thanks now. He's creating it. Begin to give him thanks right now. He's creating it right now. The pains of the head are, are, are going of their own accord. 
give him thanks give him thanks the condition of the stomach gives way now inability to sleep you will sleep this night you will sleep this night thank you jesus now there's one thing left before i run away if you are here and you know you are sure that you are healed come one only one person one you are sure that you are healed come you are sure just one not more than one this time now what what was wrong with you and what happened i have stomach pain and as you are praying i saw some i perceived something roll in my stomach and the team knew. now there's somebody that there was something like a movement in your body that left where are you there was something like a movement in your body you used to experience movement movement that one i saw it okay come i saw that wait no i'm not driving you come what i'm saying is that I'm beyond your healing god wants to give you something else that's why i say you should wait okay ask him to give you what he wants to give ask him. believe it in your heart in the natural yes. there's a reality that the closest natural relative in the spirit is bullet so we cannot but call it bullet but this bullet will not shoot you and you go it shoots and is alive the living bullet if there's a bullet in your body moving now now her miracle will produce other ones like this now if you are here now and there's a bullet a mobile socks things move in your body let me see your hand all right can you stretch your hand in, uh, in the direction of this woman and receive the reality that she received just now by faith keep stretching till i tell you to drop it don't do guy i say no see <laughs> stretch it now the power of God will come upon her 
because it, it will be coming passing through her now father in the name of jesus release upon this woman day oh, let there be a flow from her life into the congregation the reality that brought deliverance to her let it flow out father in the name of jesus thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you now it, it has gone forth you can drop your hand now continue your testimony praise the lord so while i was cooking i had a bullet here so i sat down and i began to cast out i i cast out oh i thought it is finished but after two months yeah it came back again the bullet and on and on i keep on ministering deliverance for myself i didn't go to any minister i keep on doing it to myself myself and said and this evening i felt it again as i enter here i felt it again i say you must go before i go out of this place you must go and it's gone put your hands together for you Now, I saw that there was somebody that a weight was lifted from your head. A weight. Come. Now, if you notice, what I'm seeing is the reality. This is the manifestation. Because, give him the mind. What happened to you? I was commenting. I was uh, mentally disturbed. Now, so please, give me food. What? All right, talk inside. I was mentally disturbed uh, as you were praying for me. Things are just going out of my head. He said he was mentally deranged. Now, if and then as I, when the prayer started, things started leaving his head. Coming up, those things we call things are realities, demonic realities. I I command those things. If anyone is. Just in case anyone is still left, so that I can go out. <laughs> now, and then there are some other realities we need to transmit. Raise him again. Let's transmit. When you take some things, you replace it with other things. Father, let the things of God, from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, rest upon. There's somebody in this hall you used to hear voices. Can you put your hands together for, for the Lord Jesus? Somebody used to hear voices. And those voices are not from God, but you hear voices. And you are wondering why you are hearing voices. Come out. Come out. I will count to three. I will count to three. If you like it, stand up and come out. One. Two. You hear voices. 
they are under strong spiritual attack. They are people that are trying to kill them. Right? I'm seeing strange things, man. But you see, people are trying to kill them. But it's, it's impossible. It cannot happen. You don't come here to die, come to live. All right? I'm seeing two beings. That which seeks to contend with you, I contend with it. I contend with it. Go in this thy mind. I contend with it. I contend with it. Contend with it. Go in this thy mind. I contend with it. I contend with it. I break its yoke. Its limitation I remove. The battle is not yet over, but you receive strength from the Lord now. To contend like a soldier, like a fighter, a warrior in the spirit. Go in this time, mind. Your own is different. Your own evil spirits are speaking to you. You know that there's something that you have done that you need to confess, but you confess to me, not to the congregation. So sit down on my seat. We'll talk later. No, don't go back. Clear chance for him to say. Yes, we are exalted. He's exalted this man. Stand up. We need to rescue somebody. Put your right hand on your chest and say, Lord, deliver me. And begin to pray. Begin to pray. Close your eyes. Don't be distracted. It's an emergency. Believe. Give me that sound. I need to fight now. I didn't plan to fight, but I have to fight. Oh, 
sorte mina amena kabezoli. Ma ento elemene kiriya masake do kompres kabala bala. Now what is what is what is? There's one of you that is under a serious attack that God said we must fight for you. The hand of God will touch you and will overwhelm you. Raise your left hand up with your right hand on your chest. Father, Father, tonight we ask you, we ask you, that person that is under attack here, let your spirit touch the person. Touch. 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 Let your, the presence of God be strong. Let it concentrate around you. Let it concentrate around you. Alright. Alright. Touch. 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 Let it be stronger. Let it be stronger. Let it be stronger. Let it be stronger. Touch. Touch. Yep. Touch. Touch. Bring the best. Touch that life. So that we will know who to contend for tonight. Bring the person. Uh-huh. Your, your battle has not finished. Stay here. Father, is there anybody left there? Alright. You two have to sit on my seat. You can sit down. The rest of you. Where is root? Root. Call. Is it? Now, do you remember when this girl used to wear glasses? Those of you that went to BSU. You know, she used to put some glasses like that. And her eyes were as if it was injured. Did you take notes? Hey, we don't give testimony here, so. <laughs> now, the Lord healed this lady. She doesn't use those bottles on the eye. The reason why I brought her here is because if you are here with eye problem today, you can be healed. This one is a sign. Can you touch your eye? Touch it. If you have bottle, remove the bottle. Touch the eye now. Remove the bottle. Don't say it's old age. Just touch. If you use bottle. No, don't touch and leave. Touch. Leave. <laughs> Father in the name of Jesus Christ Behold all these ones Itching eyes Difficulties in seeing Blood visions Pains on the eyes A sandy feel in the eyes Short sightedness Long sightedness Astigmatism Today, I bind every blinding spirit. I bind every blinding spirit. I command you, take 
your hands in Jesus name I would like you to test your eye today test it tomorrow and then if you see a change meet us in the office okay sit down no one among you no member of your family will die this year hear me death is abolished even if the person is in a coma we command that life come back in the name of Jesus Christ rise up and pray for your family in two minutes two minutes no death no death no death affliction that was not consistent with the covenant that they had with their ancestors the recommendation of the prophets to the nation was that a solemn assembly had to be called a solemn assembly is a meeting it's a meeting where it's a meeting that is equivalent to a spiritual ceremony a spiritual ceremony is a procession led by the spirit that causes things to go on record in the realm of the spirit in the book of genesis chapter 49 you will find the man jacob he called all his children and the reason for the meeting was that he wanted to tell them the things that will come to pass in their lives in the later days that was a spiritual ceremony everything he uttered took effect because it went on record it was not a prophetic meeting he was not prophesying he was releasing utterances that were going on record a spiritual ceremony moses conducted that kind of a ceremony and the things that he spoke about all the tribes of israel became valid in the first spiritual ceremony jacob cursed reuben in another spiritual ceremony moses said let reuben live and not die he went on record and counteracted the that which was written the first time friends 
Some of the manifestations we see today is an expression of some written things. And we need a spiritual ceremony to reverse some things that are written. And to write out judgments that need to be executed. It's a solemn assembly. In the book of Joel chapter 2, there's a recommendation of how a solemn assembly should be held in order for things to go on record in the spirit realm. It's a meeting of territorial governance. And God will be doing some things in our midst tomorrow that will affect the territory. It's not for personal healing and deliverance. It's a day for family deliverance and the deliverance of the land from captivity. And every form of encroachment of the enemy that has been noted, there is a procession, a prophetic procession that has been designed to make several things go on record that will counter that which is speaking into the territory. But several things will go on record. Time might change. Seasons might change. But those things will come to pass. Not because we prophesy, but because it's a spiritual ceremony conducted under the auspices of the Holy Spirit. When, there are some times when you are conducting a spiritual ceremony, the Lord demands an oath of silence. For seven days, they kept an oath of silence because it's a spiritual ceremony. You see, there is a procession in such a ceremony under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Those are the kind of meetings God can say, go and take sand outside. You see, this is witchcraft. The same way we take sand. If you don't believe in reality, don't come. Because I perceive that you are the first person that is going to persecute us. But we are not here because of you. We are here because of the Lord of support that knows how to fight in the night and win the battle before daybreak. We have come to join forces with him. And anyway, he said, we will fight. Whether we will be fight by singing unto him. That's how we will see. But at the end of the time, something will go on record. Those people that have invaded Gwei West, they don't come there without putting things on record. And we are going to counteract every writing. Every handwriting of, 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 of ordinance, it will be blotted out in the name of Jesus Christ. And just in case there's a pattern in your family, because some people wrote some things and died, but their writings are still valid. It's still being read by spirits and they are executing it. There's an angel with an ink horn. He will be positioned to write. A time we come in that meeting when the pavilions are open. We will ask you, say what you want to happen in your family. It might be open for five minutes. If you say, God, this, our farm, our farm, what we enter the script is what? Family. Now make sure you sharpen your mouth because God will cause some things on it to go on record in the name of Jesus Christ.